So it's been an odd few weeks here in the UK. We've not only had a change of Prime Minister in Liz Truss, but that was followed two days later by the death of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II, and of course the subsequent declaration of the new King, Charles III. Unless you've been otherwise engaged, you've seen Britain at its ceremonial and spectacular best with a period of national mourning and a huge state funeral with world leaders from around the globe in attendance. So we thought this week, on the Big Fat Dog and Cat podcast Unleashed, we might talk about the royal pets and also those who live at number 10 Downing Street and the world leaders that they've met. It's so great to be here. It's been a couple of weeks we haven't got together. It has. It's been busy uh, these last few weeks. We have the start of the school term and all sorts of we busyness with that. Back to work after the holidays. And then obviously having the the funeral yep. for Her Majesty the Queen and everybody here in Jersey and in the UK um, got the, the day off work to they watch did. the funeral on the television. Um it was so lovely to see the corgis actually attending the funeral and the queen's favorite horse as well was That's it emma right. the horse i think she's called emma you emma can, the horse. you, you can you can, you can uh, well, write you, in and correct us if we're wrong if i'm I think wrong i'm going to get corrected by hundreds of people but exactly. yeah absolutely so and the two corgis that attended were muick and there was another one there as well um which were there with the the footman they were who are in charge of looking after the dogs. They, they are the, the, the dogmen, possibly. The dog footmen. The, the dogmen. The, the foot, foot and dogmen? No, I don't know. Something <laughs> like that. Just making up ro- yeah. royal titles. Ro- ro- yes. Looking after Royal dogs. job roles. So Paddy and I... Well, they're decided... probably out of a job now, aren't they? Oh, oh no. Maybe, well, they've, been, maybe no. they've been reassigned. They won't be because there are two brand new dogs at the ah, palace that yes. we are going to be talking about yes, a yes. little bit Very later true. on, I think. So the, the, the dog foot... The dog footman. The dog footman will be looking fine. running around all, all after is well. two brand new dogs. So we did a little bit of looking into the history of the dogs. We in did. The we, we we consulted our usual source of all content, Google, and we discovered that not only well, I think we all knew that the Queen had corgis. I hope most people know that the Queen had corgis. Um, famous, famously it, known fact. Exactly, and doggies as well. Well, yes. this is perhaps not less known, uh, which is a combination of a dachshund and a corgi, which is an interesting, I guess, shorter version. Absolutely. And the fact that there's been quite a few doggies as well. I thought that, you know, perhaps... More than one might imagine. More than one, yeah. And absolutely. some collies, but I don't... <laughs> well, that, <laughs> was a, that, would, that was an odd Google search, yes. that one. We won't read into that one too, no. too much. So we were looking at the line of the corgis we and found some fantastic information on them. From my point of view as a dog trainer... Um, it was wonderful to read the article about uh, Dr. Robert Monkford, Monkford yes. that um, went in to consult. With, was was called in. Was was, was I think the word is summoned. Summoned to the I th- palace. I think, I think I think if you're a monarch, you summon people. I don't think you, I don't think you you call them in. I think you demand that they arrive. Um, but yes, uh, summoned to the palace to deal with the corgi situation. <laughs> um, which apparently was uh, not amusing. Uh, the uh, well, I think the, it must have the been former. <laughs> it must have occupant. been quite a shock for him to go in and actually have Her Majesty the Queen there at actual console. Well, yes. Well, apparently, yeah. It, it, it wasn't left to servants or anything. She did all of it. She did all the, the sort of the training and the the feeding and the. There was a great thing we read that the the dogs were fed 
from a silver platter, but they all had individual dog bowls with their names on. And uh, and they'd sit in, in like a semicircle. That's right. And they'd be fed one at a time yeah. with their bowl from the silver platter. All, which very, all very well trained. Doesn't it show wonderful kind. impulse control training by our Queen? And, and apparently she also went round and picked up the poo afterwards. So this is even better. Well, according to this uh, article, so it's so 100% it, so reliable. It must, must be true, it's on the internet. <laughs> uh, but... Um, Yes, uh, Philip uh, apparently complained there were too many corgis, and, and the, the reports differ, but we, between 12 and 15 at that point seemed to live in the corgi room, and the palace did indeed have a corgi room. Um, and, uh, and so, yes, an esteemed expert was summoned, and the, his suggestion, however, didn't go down very well, did it? It didn't. It didn't. I believe his suggestion may have been given to her before by Philip and some members <laughs> of the family yes. that perhaps she had too many corgis and therein lies the problem. The very suggestion. The problem. I think my wife would say there is no such thing as too many corgis. Well, you know, if somebody says you've got too many dogs, you know, you just don't need friends like that in your no. life, do you? And that's basically what, what the Queen decided. <laughs> she said something along the lines of, well, if I'd known you were A, going to agree with my husband and B, tell me I had too many dogs, I wouldn't have summoned you. Exactly what we're said wonderful <laughs> and i think that really just sums up our queen in 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 such a great way because not only was she massively involved she was a huge huge animal lover and her love for dogs and horses mm. is just you know fabulous to see through all the photos and and memories that that we have of her um and then we came across the um, the corgi family tree that's right the, the 15 well no more than that but uh, she got a corgi uh, called Susan. It's the first of the 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 corgi shout. It was an eighteenth birthday present. It was her eighteenth yes. birthday present. We don't know who from. Uh, I, find I, that out. No, I, I thought was perhaps it? it was from her parents, but I'm not sure. Um, they were also known as the king and queen at the yes, time. Yes, <laughs> mum and dad. Uh, and um, and yes, and Susan went on to have many, 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 many generations. Fifteen generations of corgis. Um, I think begat is perhaps the biblical term. Um, begat from um, Susan down to Willow um, over many decades, and there were they sort of waxed and waned. There were generations of sort of seven or eight, and sometimes there were two or three, and yes, all, yeah. lots and lots and lots of them going down for many many years. And, and Willow was the last of uh, Susan's line that That's was right. actually living in in the palace. Um, now um, and, then, and then went on to um, the, 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 I think that's where the doggies start to slide into the situation, isn't it? And then after that, some other corgis and and the queen saying uh, when she reached ninety something that she wouldn't have any more corgis because she didn't want any corgis to survive her, um, which has led to some ribaldry on uh, Twitter during during the official morning period. Quite, it was quite um, fun to with read suggestions yeah. that the the, uh, the footman may have to take the corgis out and you know. Put them up against the wall, but no, it is nonsense. Which, which absolutely did not no, happen. Did not happen. No. There were no tiny blindfolds for the cookies. Um, but they have gone, in fact, to live with Prince Andrew. Yes. So, you know. Uh, but there we are. And so they, they're off to and that's uh, Muick Windsor. And Sandy, isn't Muick it? And Muick Sandy and Sandy are off there. Uh, and they will, no doubt, uh, carry on there and enjoy themselves. But uh, there are new inhabitants. We, we have moved on from the corgi-doggy situation. We I quite have. enjoy saying doggy, so I'm going to try and say You're going to say, see how many times that we could turn this whole podcast into a drinking game. <laughs> we could, yes. Every yes. time. Every time, time we, we say, say corgi or dog. Oh, no, hang on. If we say corgi... Oh, no, I'm confused now. 
Perhaps Bradford drunk too much already. Inanna's got some kind of fruity beer. It's well, no, I, I thought it was a a, a fruit. So, so you fizzy, claim fizzy fruit drink in a can? But it has it, got a pictures of fruit on it. This it is does. this is fascinating for a, a listening medium. It is, yes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it, Somebody it, I know went on holiday and bought back some drinks, put them in the fridge, and I thought, oh, there's an interesting. Sort it's of got mango written on foreign it. Foreign fruit drink. Yes. And I've opened it up, and apparently it is a mango and lime lager, which I didn't Who knew realize such things exist. There you go. But there so. we are. Um, We're doing a, a drunk. So, so you're going to you're going to drink one of those every, every time we say corgi. Wow. Yes. Oh dear. Um, so yes, followed by uh, new inhabitants. So yes. new inhabitants of the palaces, of We've course, in our new king. Yep. Um, and it is very difficult for me to say King Charles without saying Cavalier first, um, because of course Benji is a Cavalier King Charles. Um, but uh, we've decided he is Benji the Third as well. Benji the Third, he now forward. has royal, he, he, royal, royal blood. At least that. Um, but they too have dogs, but they are not corgis. They are not corgis. You didn't drink. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. Well, you didn't say corgi. <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, no, now you said it. Now you have to drink. Um, so yes, they're not. They are Jack Russell terriers, which is fabulous and exciting. Um, and they are also rescue dogs. They are rescue dogs, and there is a little bit of a theme going on in uh, the sort of royal dog, famous cat theme today. There is. In that uh, very special rescue centre in the UK, and for those of you uh, listeners who live in the UK, you will know and have heard of this fantastic rescue centre, and for those of you who are elsewhere you can look it up and find locks about it um battersea and, uh, dogs and cats home exactly Battersea dogs home. There, there, there are uh, lots of things on tv about it and in fact um there was a tv series about it for, uh, for a long a, time i think i think it's finished a fantastic but, um, tv series about it but they have two rescue dogs so that is prince charles and um, well king charles as he king, is now it, it's tricky king to get charles used to it's tricky there's, there's, there's his, new words to the national anthem and everything uh, so yes yeah, and his queen consort queen consort camilla. camilla i i think this is this is this is you know the as with jeremy clarkson my opinion as fact but i reckon in about Two years, they'll stop saying Queen Consort and start just saying Queen. Queen but at the Camilla. moment, it's still just a bit confusing when you say the Queen. They think of Queen Elizabeth. So I think, I think, I think, I think we, yeah, and we've always just called Camilla Camilla. We? we have, yes. Or, or it's well, always been Prince no, Charles my, see, and see, Camilla. See, yeah, not in my house. No. Uh, you know, quite, quite the royalist stronghold in my house. Not necessarily from me, but my good lady is a big fan and refers to all royals by their full titles. In conversation. There you go. So there we are. Um, and I don't. I, she would be screaming now at the um, listening device, whatever device she will be listening on, and I hope she will be listening. But the, the title of Camilla, I can't remember what it is. Um, Me neither. No. Me neither. But there we are. Um, the, but yeah, what, whatever it is, we like because uh, adopting rescue dogs um, is a very good thing. And what a fantastic thing, and what a fantastic uh, message exactly. from the, the palace and from the royals. Um, to have the rescue dogs there. So, wonderful. Following uh, Joe Biden and his rescue dog in the, the White House. Funny you should talk about Joe Biden. Because uh, the other thing we looked at, um, people have said a lot recently that the Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth, uh, met 15 Prime Ministers and 
seven or eight American presidents or what, whatever the numbers are. Mm-hmm. And it's always been touted as quite a big number. And it is quite a big number because uh, she was queen for a very long time. But we wondered how many of those uh, great and the good that the pets had met. Um, and so we know that the corgis and the doggies would have met visiting dignitaries. This we know. Because yes. they because the visiting dignitaries, certainly American presidents, always go to the palace when they visit for uh, an official state dinner. Uh, and the prime minister goes to the palace regularly for the audience, uh, which is a very good play. Although so. I do believe the dogs have some history of doing a very normal corgi behaviour, and that is herding guests. Yes. Um, one thing that the Queen herself liked in the dog because it was a small dog with a large personality. Absolutely, yes. Um, so I wonder how many uh, presidents and famous people have been herded yes, I wonder. by the yes. royal corgis. Yes, or at least had treats demanded. Now, here's, here's a fact that I don't know, again, if it's true, but I love it if it, I'd love it to be. The Queen famously wore these bright outfits with, with sort of lime greens and violent oranges and amazing hats to match my business colors the, they are. both, both uh, are the colors of my business they are, actually, yeah. lime green and violent orange violent orange <laughs> um, and uh, and into and they were all made for her um and into the clo- into the lining of all of these things was a pocket for dog treats i never knew that and all of them so they all, so she always had dog treats on her and probably case. a lot of hair because they molt a lot. Probably yes. Yeah. Are we uh, Sybil, who we mentioned before, is part corgi. She's part of a lot of things, but definitely part corgi. And the herding thing is very interesting. She too will herd guests. She will shout at them a lot to start with when they arrive, and then demand that they are herded into the area where she can keep an eye on them. There you um, go. Like a, like a, and that's the collie part of her working as well. I think. But, um, herding herding corgis. But yeah, so we reckoned that over the course of the time that the queen was there then obviously they would also have met the dogs as well um and then we started thinking about cats and we're aware that we don't always talk enough about cats on i this think podcast. we i think we have seriously neglected cats in, we, we've in the certainly, last couple of episodes we certainly over advertised <laughs> it yes, has and, the big and, fat dog and cat podcast unleashed and just forgotten about two of the words and underperformed yes very much so <laughs> Which is strange because Mr. Chaplin is here with us. Mr. Chaplin is always in the the background. He is the big fat dog and cat podcast cat. Although I have two cats actually. So I have Pepper, who is my very elderly girl who you'll see floating around every now and again she's, yes she's a very very sort of a, a princess of a she, cat. she and mr chaplin do I not think. get on they don't they, well he would like to but pepper Peppa's says no having none of it and and pepper's sort of uh mr chaplin is our rescue sort of big hulking main coon um very beautiful well, I was going to I say think, kitten, he, but he's not a kitten he's not anymore. A kitten. He's I think he made an appearance now. on our Facebook Live a few weeks ago. So if you find that, then you can you can see him. He, he, uh, he is a rather to, large, a splendid chap. Um, but I think an awful lot of lights are on, but there's nobody really. <laughs> he's, 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 he's for the looking, not the thinking. That's right. Uh, but he's, 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 in, he's in bad odour at the moment. He's in trouble because he's trying to get into the baby spiderlings. Um Again, I've mentioned before that I'm, we are broadcasting to you from a room filled with uh, exotic and interesting animals. Um, 
uh, well, uh, arachnids, I suppose. An arachnid animal. There are yeah, many yeah. arachnids in there. Yes, um, we were sat in, in a room full of tarantulas. We are, which we've mentioned before, which and may probably make some we'll of mention you again. Slightly worried, uh, but they can't uh, come through the computer. It's fine. No, but Mr. Chaplin is fascinated by the spiderlings um, and has been told off uh, climbing up to look at them, and so now is grumpily in the corner. Uh, anyway, that, that's Mr. Chaplin for you. But uh, there's another so, cat, isn't there? We wanted to talk pussy about pussy cats, pussy cats, pussy cats. Now. Um, dogs, dogs for the Queen. Dogs at the palace. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there may have been cats. We're not aware of one. We said Go- Go- Google didn't tell us that there evidence was evidence that there has ever been a cat. Uh, prove us wrong. You can email us on. Oh, stop it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's going to be running. I'll drop a link in later. Yeah, email <laughs> us on the address that we leave on the page. Yes, because we don't know it. Um, maybe that explains why we haven't had that many. I think I give out a different email address every I week. I think you do, and none of, none of them is <laughs> probably what the problem is. Probably. Tell us about um, the cat, Paddy. So number number ten Downing Street, <laughs> number ten Downing Street, yeah. home of the Prime Minister yes. of of, of uh, Great Britain and Northern Ireland, the uh, new Prime Minister, First Lord of the Treasury, which is the same person. Um, and yes, our new Prime Minister, Liz Truss, who's having a tricky week this week, it must be said, has managed to not have the greatest of starts. Although, uh, being in the job for 48 hours and then the longest reigning monarch in the country's history dying... It's is, got to no, be a tricky it's, first... It's quite the beginning for any job, on the job, you know. That's not easy. Um, but, uh, yes, uh, at her party conference as we speak, and is not necessarily... Um, Having a great time. But what she did get when she arrived at number 10, apart from a lot of headaches, I'm sure, uh, was a custodianship of Larry. And Larry is the number 10 Downing Street cat. And if you want 45 seconds of fun, Google Larry and the Pigeon at number 10 Downing Street. And (laughs) it's great to watch. He's um, a real character, isn't he? He is, and he's he has been a there. Very posh title. He well. does. He is Chief Mouser to the Cabinet Office. It That's is his official title, um, and he's been there since 2012. Uh, he's he has seen through now four prime ministers and three presidents, um, and we can't guarantee that the presidents have all met him. Although we know that Barack Obama met him, and he liked yes. and he liked him, and he doesn't normally like men, but he liked Barack Obama, and we know that he slept under. Uh, he also came across President Trump. He did. He, he slept under Trump's car um, and, and nearly caused a security alert. Um, but uh, we don't know if he's met Joe Biden. Obviously, Joe Biden's been over, but don't know. But but maybe. Um, but certainly he was there with David Cameron, with Theresa May, with Boris Johnson, and with now Liz Truss. Um, and he is not the first inhabitant of number 10. Now, uh, to, 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 of, of feline nature, um, he was preceded by Humphrey. Uh, now, Humphrey, Humphrey arrived in 1989, all the way back in the years of Mrs. Thatcher, which is a very long time ago, and uh, many, many people have passed since then. And um, he was a sort of a, a vagabond that just tipped up on the doorstep. He was. He popped up and said, hello, I fancy living here. And uh, according to, uh, you know, uh, myth and whimsy, uh, Mrs. Thatcher liked the idea of him because he was a hundred pounds a year to keep in he food was... and kibble. Yeah, and, and what else did she? And, say? And, and 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 it was much cheaper than getting the pest control contract renewed. <laughs> um, and and that she, oh, was it? She liked him 
because his she could get on with him because background. he had a working class background. That was right. Was he had a working class background. And if you look at pictures of him on the internet, he's a proper bruiser. He's a good, well, you know, good I street think cat. He is a bit of a Mr. Chaplin looking. He, he does look a bit like Mr. Chaplin. He does definitely. And, and uh, slight, like my old cat luggage, more... luggage looked like that as well. What a brilliant name for a cat! I promised Terry Pratchett I would. That's a fabulous name for a cat. Um, and and so yes, Humphrey was there from 1989 to 1997. Clearly not a fan of New Labour because he moved out um, and didn't didn't stick around. Um, and then I don't know who the Blairs had. I don't know if they had a pet. We could somebody could tell us perhaps. We couldn't find them. We, we did find some conspiracy thing about um, Humphrey disappearing under yes. mysterious circumstances, and there was a couple of different things about it. Yeah, but then it turns um, out it didn't at all. He just bugged off and wasn't interested anymore. Um, yeah, yeah, and he lived for quite a while afterwards, where wherever it was. Maybe yes. he went back, uh, back roaming like the littlest hobo. Maybe he went back to Windsor Castle. He might have done. Who knows? Beat up some Prove parties. us wrong. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, Larry also famously doesn't get on with Palmerston. Now, Palmerston is the name of a previous uh, Prime Minister of uh, Great Britain, uh, many, uh, many centuries ago now, certainly decades. Uh, and uh, he was the uh, cat of the Foreign Office. Um, and I like the idea very much that the sort of government offices have resident cats and they disagree and they don't, and they, they have fiefdoms and they don't get on I, I love the idea that there's a whole separate thing you don't see of international politics going on between the cats like a, um, like a, like a George Orwell cat story. yes exactly that yes exactly <laughs> that brilliant someone should write it they should 100% they should. maybe we should write it 2022 or something mm. <laughs> um yeah, and I, but also the idea, and I think I this is a slight aside. My background is in theatre, and theatres often have cats, and they are working animals because of the rats. Because of the rats, yeah, uh, and, and the mice and everything else. But again, it's cheaper to keep a cat than it is to keep a, um, uh, a to employ pest control. Um, and there are other things. Fire stations have cats. Yes, police stations have cats. Yeah. But now the interesting thing that interests me about that is these are cats without a specific owner. They belong to the building. So while they get fed and they get Do looked after... Do any cats really belong to Well, that's anybody? true, yes. Yeah, not only I mean, on, very like much to, on their own terms. We'd like to think that we're owners. We're really <laughs> we're just, just Merely sources staff. of... Sources, yes. Sources <laughs> of, of food and contentment. Um, yes. But I like the idea that they... You, you, the ch- the staff will change the people who work there will change mm. and the the cat remains as a constant I think that's that's a very interesting thought um, but maybe it's just me um, so we oh what we are we supposed to, Beth and Bluebell those are the two uh, Jack Russell Terriers going back now to uh, Charles jumping and back to Charles and Camilla those yep. are the Beth and Bluebell that is they um, but Larry the cat also mm-hmm. came from Battersea Dorset hey, Cat's Home. Absolutely, and did. there is our our link. Yes, uh, and they are so the the cats of Number Ten um, are, are f- found and rescued, which is, which is great. Um, and I think this is a good message, as as Alana said, being sent from um, uh, the, the, the the those who rule us. That um, it's a very good idea to perhaps look at the rescue centres. Um, and a lovely story from a rescue centre that a little homeless cat could end up as the chief cabinet mouser exactly. in number 10 Downing Street. Yeah. 
Uh, and, you know, possibly running the country. Better job than, a better job than any of us. Exactly. Really. Yeah. It's not a bad address, <laughs> is it? You know, I, uh, I think that, that's... Uh, that's not a bad place to uh, to end, I think, is, uh, the, with the thought that the chief mouser to the cabinet office is uh, running the country. Um, so, there we are. You've listened to our burblings. Uh, if you want to get in touch with us, please do. Uh, we will try and do some more of these things soon. And uh, I think all that remains to say, God save the king. Goodbye and see you soon. See you soon. If you do want to get in touch with us, our email address, and this really is it this time, is bigfatdogandcat at gmail.com.